Oh, hey. Didn't see you there. Just kidding, I did. But welcome back. Episode 9 of the Asthmatic Super Podcast. Just kidding. Not manager music. I need to get intro music. Okay. My sister, um, my sister listened to my podcast and she's like, Josh, you don't need to be so apologetic when you haven't uploaded in so long. You, sh- you know, you don't need to be so apologetic. I was like, oh, okay. So, you know what? I haven't uploaded in so long, but too bad. Bam, bam, bam. No, okay. Uh, yeah. I'm at the lake. Um, having a good time. I'm here till next Wednesday. It's Tuesday night right now. Yeah. So, I'm here till next Wednesday, which is a long time. Um, so, I've been, we've just been chilling by the lake. All right, first few days, we got here on Sunday. Sunday? Monday? I don't know. Um, first few days, we just, like, chill by the lake. Today, we went on the boat, and I am burnt. I'm as burnt as a... Come on, I can do this. Burnt as a... Burnt as a... Flamethrower nozzle. I don't know. I'm really burnt. But I'm, like, I don't know. Parts of me are super tan. Parts of me are super burnt. And I don't really... I can't really tell. Sometimes it's hard to tell, because I'm not... I don't know. I don't know, dude. Like, I'm burnt, but I'm also tan. I'm also burnt. And I feel super, like, dry. I feel like a raisin, okay? I feel like a raisin. That's how dry I feel. Okay, it's not a good feeling. Okay, being in the lake, it's fun. You know, jumping, tubing, jet skiing. No, water skiing. But I feel like an actual raisin at the end of the day. And it's not fun. Okay? And I like raisins. They're honestly an extremely underrated snack food. Raisins. But I feel like a raisin, and I don't want to feel like a raisin, okay? You know, raisins, something I want to eat, not something I want to feel like. So, yeah. Uh, but anyway, we went on the boat for the first time today, and I've been trying to learn how to water ski, right? Something I don't know how to do. And I, like, practiced, like, a few times today, like, probably, like, six times. Every single time, I just, my nose just got injected with water. Like, I could drown and have less water in my nose and my throat. Jeez. Holy, I'm just face planting on the water over and over again. Like, I couldn't even get up. It's not, okay, jet skiing is not easy, you guys. I mean, like, it's hard to get up once you're up. I guess it's probably not so hard. But it's really hard to get up, okay? And then I was, like, floating in the water, right, as the boat was coming back around to give me the rope again because I fell again. And these guys, this boat boated by, and this guy was like, these people were like, you can do it. And I was like, oh, thanks. And I felt bad because I knew I couldn't. (laughs) They're like, you can do it. I, I bet you're better than me. And I was like, no, I doubt that. And the guy who was driving the boat, he was like, yeah, just just keep your skis up. And bend your knees. And I was like, thanks. And I think they kept watching me. Not, not in like a creepy way. In like a supportive way. And I kept letting them down. I kept letting them down. So tomorrow we're heading back out there. And I'm going to make them proud. He looked like a... The guy who told me... The guy who was driving the boat who gave me the tips. He looked like a Brent. So we'll call him Brent. Mm, not a Brent. He looked like a rich. You like a... Jameson? No, Jeremiah. He looked like a Jeremiah. 
Okay? And not Jeremy. Right? You don't call him Jeremy for sure. You call him Jerdog for sure. I don't know. He looked like a Jeremiah. And I don't want to let Jeremiah down. So I'm going to go back out there tomorrow. And I want to at least get up. Okay? I just want to get up. And it's so depressing. Because I, like, got back into the boat after several tries. And then we're boating around. Right? You know? Jet skiing around and whatever. And I see all these, like, 12-year-olds jet skiing like pros. And it makes me feel bad. Makes me feel really bad. Okay? So, 12-year-olds, if you're out there, stop it. Okay? Stop it. Please. Tubing. Now, that's something that I'm a master at. Okay? People, oh, it's tubing. You can't be a master at tubing. Yes, you can. Okay? If the boat goes hardcore, right? So, if the boat, like, turns and then straightens out, but then the tube, right? The boat will be going straight and the tube will go way out wide and it's really hard to hang on. Also, like, so I was just getting back in the hang of tubing, so I fell off, like, a few times. But I was on for, like, a while, and then this monster wave, I mean, humongous wave, kicked me up in the air. Like, the wave hit up the tube, and the tube just hit me straight in the chin. And, like, it just, it just uppercut me. Like, it just uppercut me right in the, right in the jaw. And I went, like, a solid eight feet in the air. I did not stick the landing. I am extremely disappointed in myself. And I was, like, literally on the boat before I went to me. I was like, yo, what if I went super high up? It would be pretty sick if I stuck that landing. And I didn't stick that landing. And I'm making it sound like I didn't have fun. I had a ton of fun. Okay? I had a ton of fun. I'm just, I'm just, I'm not mad. I'm just disappointed. Don't be sorry. Be better. <laughs> oh, God. My birthday's in four days? Four days. Well, more like three days and 22 minutes, but yeah, my birthday soon, Yahoo. I don't know. I'm, I'm still on the ropes about whether I like having a summer birthday or not. Cause like, obviously you're like, you're not in school to like celebrate with your friends. But like, if I was home, if I wasn't on vacation for my birthday, I'm going to be at the lake for my birthday. But if I wasn't, I'd be able to like hang out with my friends, obviously social distance and all, but I'd be able to hang out with my friends on my birthday. So that's a plus, right, of having in the summer. But also, if you have it during the school year, then you get to hang out with your friends in school anyway. I don't know. I kind of I kind of like it. I kind of like having my birthday in the summer because having school on your birthday must suck because there's nothing worth in school. I don't know. Honestly, if my school's online next year, I'm dropping out. I'm dropping out. And I don't even, like, usually when people drop out of college or whatever or high school, they have, like, some, like, big, bold, you know, business idea. I don't have a big, bold business idea. I just think that school is a waste of my time if it's online. Okay, I'm actually tripping right now because I spend, like, all day on the boat or a dock, and it's, like, rocking up and down. So whenever I'm, like, inside, like, I spend the majority of my day on the lake, like, rocking up and down. So whenever I'm just sitting down, Normally, in my bed, like I am right now, I still feel like I'm rocking, and it's trippy as hell. Oy vey. I did a flagpole on the dock, but not the hard kind, the easy kind, where you, like, it's not, like, I don't know. I don't know how to describe it. But what was I talking about? Oh, yeah. Like, I'm, I'm seriously considering dropping out of school. I mean, not that my parents would ever let me, but... 
I'm seriously considering it. Maybe just like how how old do you have to be to get in the military? Because honestly, I think school is just wasting my time. It's a waste of my time. It really is. Wait, how old? Or to be a firefighter? I don't even care. I have to be for military service. Seventeen. Dang it, that's that's not early enough. <laughs> the next question is, can I join the military at 45 years old? Can I join the army at 50? Jeez. Okay. Or maybe I'll be a firefighter, but like, I don't want to stop wasting my time in school, dude. I'm telling you, online school was not fun. It was fun that it was so much shorter than my normal school days. But everything else about it sucked, okay? <sighs> Dang it. Dang it. I don't even know what I'm going to do next year. I don't even know. Maybe I'll... Oh. Maybe I'll go to boarding school. I'm going to go to boarding school. Would I be? It's got to be somewhere cool. It can't be somewhere lame, like like in, in America. I'm not going to go to boarding school in America unless it's in, like, California or something. I'm either down to go to boarding school in like Switzerland, France, or California. Okay, those are my two. Those are my three options. Okay, if you're thinking about sending me to boarding school anywhere else, I don't know Connecticut. Like, why would anyone? It's like, oh, honey, we're sending you to boarding school. Like, I'd be like a little bit excited, but it's like, oh, it's in Connecticut. What? What's the point? What's the point? Oh, to get a better education. Nah, 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 nah. Seriously. I mean, I don't know. Boarding school kind of sounds fun. Also, I like talking to strangers. Not in, a, not in a weird way, but like, I don't know. When we were on the boat, I waved to everyone that passed by. And they waved back, usually. Or, they weren't cool enough to wave back. Sorry. Honestly, I can't believe people aren't like, going crazy about what Deshaun Jackson said. If you don't know... Football player named Deshaun Jackson. American football player named Deshaun Jackson. And he said, like, you, okay, just put it simply, quoted Hitler. Quoted Hitler. You know, like, the Adolf, Adolf one? The one with the skinny mustache? You know, the genocidal maniac? Yeah, that one. Not not the other Hitler. He quoted Hitler. And also Louis Farrakhan, who's, like, a huge anti-Semite. Um, and he quoted them. And a bunch of people defended him, and some people criticized him. But it's kind of crazy, because, you know, people were defending him, you know, across the board. And no one was getting outraged about that. And it's kind of a shame, and I understand that the spotlight right now is on racism towards, and discrimination towards black people, but you gotta, you gotta stay woke. <laughs> I don't know. Like, you gotta, you can't tolerate any discrimination. Frankly, like, Steven Jackson, who's, like, a sports commentator, and he's like, I've met Louis Farrakhan, and he seemed like a really nice guy. And I was like, oh, wait, hold on a sec. Louis Farrakhan, anti-Semitic quotes. And he's like, I, I met him, and you know what? Uh, here, Nation of, Nation of Islam leader Louis Farrakhan in his own words by the Anti-Defamation League. Um, for more than 30 years, Louis Farrakhan, leader of the Nation of Islam, my favorite nation, 
has been a notable extremist figure rallying against Jews, white people, and the LGBT community. In recent years, Farrakhan has embarked on a wide-ranging campaign specifically targeting the Jewish community, a campaign that has featured some of the most hateful speeches in his, of his tenure as head of Nation of Islam. Farrakhan has alleged that Jewish people were responsible for the slave trade, obviously, known fact, and that they conspire to control the government, the media, and Hollywood. Why would we even want Hollywood? Yo, like if we control government, I don't know, Hollywood seems kind of small. <laughs> as, well, as well as various black individuals and organizations. He frequently desires the legitimacy of Judaism. What do you mean legitimacy? Hey, it exists. Or Jewish claim to the land of Israel. Arguing that Judaism is nothing more than a deceptive lie and a theological error promoted by Jews to further their control over America's government and economy. Mm. Mm -mm -mm. Let me snack on that classic anti-Semitism. Hey, he's a good guy, okay? And also, I don't, I don't think I need to like read an article about why Hitler's bad, but... Over the years, Farrakhan's speeches have attracted a range of politicians and other public figures. He draws thousands of attendees to his speeches, which gives him the dubious, I love that word, distinction of being quite possibly America's most popular anti-Semite. Mm-hmm. Ah, he told his audience that Jews owned a lot of plantations. Um. Mm -mm -mm. Oh yeah. Uh, in 2018, Farrakhan continues anti-Semitic commentary in public appearances and on Twitter, where he warned his 335,000 followers about the Satanic Jew, my favorite Jew. In an October 2018 speech marking the 23rd anniversary of the Million Man March, don't know what that is, Farrakhan told his followers, when they talk about Farrakhan, call me a hater. You know how they do. Call me anti-Semite. Stop it. I'm anti-termite. Oh. Same thing. <laughs> oh, jeez. <laughs> Honestly, termites are very resourceful. Um, <laughs> Wait, what's the Million Man March? Let me look this up. Million Man. I'm such a fast typer. March. Million Men March was a large gathering of African-American men in Washington, D.C. called by Louis Farrakhan. Okay, that makes sense. Um, okay, below, a selection of hateful and conspiratorial statements made by Farrakhan about Jews, con Jewish conspiracies, and the Holocaust. Jewish involvement in the slave trade. How do you even come up with that, dude? <laughs> Israel dialogue with Jews, whites, the U.S. government, and the LGBT community. On Jews. This is a quote by Louis Farrakhan. Uh, a guy that both Nick Cannon and Deshaun Jackson quoted and supported. Why isn't the white man a native anywhere? You're not a native Palestinian. No, you're not. You didn't originate here. But if you did, then you're the real Semitic people. But the Ashkenazi European, he has no connection at all to Holy Land. None. So in a showdown, prove to us that you are Semitic. Let's go on with it. It's our time now. Okay, I'm not reading the rest of these. These are not... You and I are going to have to learn to distinguish between the righteous Jews and satanic Jews who have infected the whole world with poison and deceit. Nice. Sounds, honestly, when you want something in this world, the Jew holds the door. Hey, wait, as in holds the door, as in holds it open? Because that sounds pretty nice to me. Hey, this guy sounds like he loves Jews. The Jew just holds the door open. Hey, sir, would you like the, would you like a job in the, Movie industry, let me hold the door open for you. Nice. Satan is going down. Farrakhan has pulled the cover of eyes. Wait, he's talking about himself in third person? That's lame. 
Come on, dude. You're not that cool. Uh, Farrakhan has pulled the cover of the eyes of the satanic Jew, and I'm here to say your time is up. Sorry, guys. Got to go. Um, satanic Jew, and my time is up. So I'll be back next week. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Uh, and your world is through. You good Jews better separate because the satanic ones will take you to hell with them because that's where they are headed. Hmm. The Jews are responsible for all of this filth and degenerate behavior that Hollywood is putting out. Turning men into women and women into men. Alright, yeah, okay. So as you can tell, standout guy. Nothing in his heart except for kindness and overall love. <laughs> oh, jeez. Um, so yeah, I don't think it's cool that public figures are quoting him or saying he's a standout guy or saying he's anything other than a trash guy. Um, and the fact that people aren't calling it out. And also people are like, oh, what Deshaun Jackson said is bad, but, you know, it distracts from the current movement going on right now. But if you say that, then you're saying that all anti-Semitism is, is a distraction. And that's not cool. Um, and I got political. I didn't want to get political. Well, is it really political? Because I didn't say anything about, like, parties or elections. Or, or like, any, any, I didn't say any, I don't know, policymaker or congressperson. So was I really political? I don't know. I don't think race has to intertwine with politics. I don't know. You know what I watch? I watch On the Way to the Lake. I watch Snowpiercer. Such a good movie. Okay, it's on Netflix. It's called Snowpiercer. It's got the guy who plays Captain America. What's his face? Uh, Chris Evans. Chris Evans? Chris Rock? Chris Evans? And it is really good. Just the basic, basic of the movie... Climate change, it's like this this like universe right far in the future, but basically climate change got really bad and the government dispersed this gas into the atmosphere to make everything cool down. But it made everything cool down too much, right? So they made all life extinct. So everyone, like a bunch of people, right, before they died, a you know, a small fraction of the world like clambered onto this train that never stopped and it's been running for 18 years. But the cars of the train are super like class divided. So, like, the people in the front are living like royalty and living very fancy, but the people in the back are, you know, treated like scum. And it is a really, really, like, powerful, interesting, well shot. It's, it's a great movie. I highly recommend it if you have the time. It's pretty gory, but if you have the time, Snowpiercer on Netflix with Chris Evans. Don't know why I mentioned that part, but it's really good. Also, I watched Chris Rock's comedy special with my brother and yep he's still funny chris rock is still funny <laughs> chris rock is still funny guys he's hilarious like honestly like sometimes like like comedians will talk about like race a lot and it'll be funny but like that's his whole act and it's hilarious like that's his whole act and he's hilarious he's honestly so funny and it's like i, t I totally forgot he existed if i'm being honest but I don't know. Now I know he exists. Oh, oh, geez. I still feel like raisins, guys. Mainly my legs feel like raisins. You all think about raisins. I think. I don't know. I haven't had a raisin in a really long time, but I'm not against eating one. Okay, if someone were to send me raisins, I'd eat them. I'd eat them. 
You know what? That's the truth. And if you don't like that, well, then you can, I don't know. Oh, all right. So, okay, I'm totally running out of things to talk about. This is really awkward. I'm sorry, guys. So, if you don't watch F1, you should watch it. What did I talk about? Okay, here's the thing. I write stuff in my notes, right? I have like this little, you know, the notes app on Apple. So I write it down. And then at the end of every podcast, the things I talk about, I take away from the notes thing. But then I might add it back later because I'll think about something again. And then I might be inclined to talk about it. But I don't know if I already said in the last podcast. I'm sorry, guys. Hey, I got chocolate mint chip is overrated. Dunk contest. Talk about the NBA dunk contest and F1, Formula One racing. I got into a super heated debate with my neighbor. Um, basically, he was he was talking about, he basically said, um, and this is, you know, I, I'm a pretty big follower of F1. I got really into it in the past, like, month. And now I'm super into it. It's phenomenal sport. Um, and I got super into it. And my neighbor, we were talking about it. And he basically said that if you gave him two months to learn the turns, learn the tracks, learn the car, learn the controls, learn everything about F1, he could hang in there with the big boys. And I said that he was absurd. Um, and that there's a reason only 20 drivers are in F1. (laughs) And I told him that by the end of week one, he would have killed himself and he wouldn't even get to two months. Um, and he, yeah, we, we argued about it for a really, really long time. And I don't know. My mind wasn't changed. His mind wasn't changed. And I told him that he's never seen a single F1 race. Um, and I have. And then I was like, I was like, it was on Saturday. And I was like, fine, fine, fine. Tomorrow, 9, 10 a.m. ESPN. Watch the, watch the race. Watch it. And he's like, yeah, I watched part of it. And I don't know. I was like, oh, great, lovely. <laughs> I'm just saying, if you don't watch F1, I highly recommend it. Also, just a good way to get started in F1 is there's a show on Netflix, made by Netflix, called Formula One Drive to Survive. I've already talked about this, haven't I? I'm sorry, guys. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> I don't know. F1's pretty sick, okay? They're going super fast, crazy crashes, flips. Insane, whatever, money, drugs. I'm kidding, they're on drugs. Um, but these drivers, and I was like, dude, these drivers are like, all have apex. They're all in great shape. The oldest driver on the ring is 40. The oldest driver on the grid is 40. So like, how can you say, and he was saying that they're like not athletic. And I was like, how can you say they're not athletic, right? They're all in very good shape. And the oldest one is 40. How can you say that? And he's like, and he's like, oh no, all they're doing is sitting there, which is not true. Okay. Cause when these F1 drivers go into these corners, go into these turns, their body is withstanding an insane amount of force, right? So F1 drivers can burn up to 12,000 calories a day. I mean, a race. To put that in perspective, the average male diet per day is 2000 calories. So six times that in a race. Okay, you don't burn that from sitting down. Okay, they're doing it because these immense amount of force is like pulling on them like crazy, and they have to like not die. 
to play it simply. Also, they all have huge buff necks. They all have super strong necks, right? Because they have to, right? Because of the forces and because of like driving on with the helmet on. So they all have super strong necks. Like Lewis Hamilton, who's like, um, he's like the LeBron James, but he might become the Michael Jordan of F1. He, he's at the top of the sport right now, okay? And he says that he just puts on a weighted helmet and he just lies on the end of a bed and he just moves his head back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. So, that I don't know. That's what he does. <laughs> it's kind of crazy because I'll have jack necks. Oh, big necks. <laughs> oh. I don't know. I just want to relax. I'm having a chill time. But I was in like, I don't know, I was having such a good summer back home. I don't know, just hanging out with my friends, working on our clubhouse. But like, I don't know if I want to be here for so long. Uh, I don't know if I want to be at the lake for more than a week, but I'm going to be. I'm going to get so burnt. I'm going to get so burnt. Watch Moana last night. I'm going to be like that lava monster. <laughs> oh my god, whoa, why'd you watch Moana? I don't know, okay? I couldn't think of anything else to watch. We were browsing. Hey, Moana, let's watch it. Okay, we watched Moana. And it was entertaining. Except for the cringy parts where she's like, I know who you are. Literally the only reason I watch Moana is for doing the rock dancing. And you're welcome. Like, I watch Moana, and I'm like, ooh, you're, I'm, like, waiting for your welcome, waiting for your welcome. Your welcome happens. And then I'm like, mm, I just don't have for the rest of the movie. Honestly, I could go on a, what can I say, except you're welcome, you're welcome. Come to think of it, I gotta go. Such a good movie. Not actually. I didn't like it that much. Whatever. And entertain me. All right. I need to get, like, a segment or something. You know, like, Bill Burr on his podcast, he does, like, overrated, underrated. All right. Overrated chocolate mint chip ice cream. Chocolate mint chip ice cream is overrated. Why? Okay. I'm not saying that chocolate mint chip is bad. It's not bad. It's pretty good. But considering how popular it is, okay, chocolate mint chip is a popular flavor. Probably top five, maybe top three. No, not top three. And it's just not that yummy. It's not yummy enough. The fact that it's like in close contention, maybe more popular than chocolate chip cookie dough, baffles me. Baffles me, okay? If you don't know, cookie dough is my favorite flavor. Except all these ice cream companies, they always make chocolate chip cookie dough, okay? If an ice cream company employee is listening to this please make just cookie dough okay vanilla ice cream with just cookie dough no need for chocolate chips please this is a cry for help please make just cookie dough ice cream okay no one wants the chocolate chips i mean i'm sure some people want it i don't okay and if you do that i'll have you sponsor on my podcast. It's a very exclusive offer. Anyway, chocolate mint chip, it's overrated. Why? It tastes pretty good when you first bite into it, not bite into it, ew, gross. Like when you first eat it, 
But then the aftertaste is nasty. It's like toothpaste. The aftertaste is like toothpaste. Okay? And honestly, I have like a big issue with chocolate mint, uh, chocolate chips and ice cream. Right? I don't like it so much. But sometimes, sometimes ice cream companies, they'll make like, um, they'll put like smaller chocolate chips in the chocolate mint chip. So I appreciate that. Thank you, ice cream companies. Jeez. Maybe I, maybe I could be like the number one podcast for ice cream company employees. That would be so cool. That would be so cool. I'd just be super in touch with the ice cream community. Get free ice cream all the time. Mm. Do I want to be that fat? I don't know. That would be pretty sick. Anyway, chocolate and chip is overrated. Why? It's just not that good. Okay, cookie dough, best flavor in the world. Fight me over it, okay? Fight me, please. I will knock you out for the cookie dough republic. That's not a thing. But I'll start it. See you guys. Later, alligators. Sorry for, like, that dead time. I'm sure there's a lot of, like, dead space in this episode, but... I need, I need to up my game, okay, guys? I need to up my game. I'm just tired. Okay, and I'll get back to you guys next week, maybe. With a slam a jam of an episode, okay? In the meantime, I'm gonna go email Honey and ask them for a sponsorship. Bye!